Hello, everyone, and welcome to Six Figure Souls, Doing Good and Making Money, the weekly podcast highlighting entrepreneurs who have crushed that six-figure ceiling while staying completely aligned with their soul and their purpose. My name is Camille Miller. I am the founder of the Natural Life Business Partnership and the pioneer for the soul professional movement. Today, we have a special guest with us, Patty Kaufman, who is a marketing specialist coach extraordinaire. So welcome to the show, Patty. Thank you. Thanks for being a part of it. So let's jump in and just talk a little bit about your story. Now, I, I should say that um, Patty is a marketing agency, right? At this point with a pretty good sized staff, um, you are well into your six-figure soul enterprise. So let's start with where you started before all of this happened? Like before you decided to go out on your own, what was your corporate job? Marketing. I actually used to work in marketing as Cigna right before I quit my job. Okay. And at the, these ending days, did you decide to take a leap as an entrepreneur or did the job end and you just said, I'm not going back? What was the deciding factor going through your head when you said, okay, I'm going to not work for anyone else and I'm going to go on this entrepreneurial journey? So as we go through this interview, it would become very clear that I am a leap kind of a person. I always take leaps, not knowing where I'm landing, always. I don't even know where I'm going. I just leap. Okay. I so, do know that about you. Most <laughs> <laughs> of the time is blindfolded as well. Okay. I love but that about you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because you have to trust. The thing is with the leap, you just got to trust. Okay. And if you don't trust and you overthink it, then there's no leap left. You know, you, your leap becomes like hesitant and then you fall. Typically. Absolutely. I love that. Analogy. I was sitting in cube cubicle four years ago and I'm like, random question in my brain am I going to die like this in this queue the answer was a clear no okay mind you fantastic job amazing co-workers there was nothing which was not right with it so that was the best part of it right and the worst because I wasn't like in a need to like oh my god my life is miserable I actually was enjoying my job it was great. It was comfortable making shitload of money. Like why would you, would you quit? Right. Yes. And then I went home and I'm like, you know what? It doesn't feel good anymore to, I told my husband to work. Maybe, you know, I'll plan to quit after a year. Okay. Let's save some money, like a more like sensible person. Okay. And I went back next day and it was very clear, let alone a year. I don't think I'm going to last even three days here. So I came home and I'm like, I'm quitting. He's like, okay. What are you going to do? I said, we'll figure this out. And I just quit. That was it. That's the story of how I started entrepreneurship without even knowing what next. Okay, fair enough. And then your first day as an entrepreneur, how did you, I guess you knew you were going to do marketing. No, actually, I, you wouldn't believe. So first idea was like, I always wanted to bring community together, right? Like I'm okay. a community people person. So I really was, my first idea was the kitchen. I went, and this was called the kitchen. And I'm like, I'm going to create this like awesome meals where the families can get together with a library and all of that. And I created a whole business plan for six months. I worked hard. I met all the restaurant owners. I truly tried to understand what it would take for me to create you no know, business loans. I did a lot of legwork for the first year to create that business. Okay. 
And what happened to that business? Like they say on the paper, it was a great success, but the <laughs> sheer amount of work required with no experience in the restaurant industry, the supply chains and all of that was, it was a lot for me to handle alone. Okay. And not knowing anybody in America, like I'm new to this place, right? In okay. a way. No family, no support system, nothing. So then I'm like, okay, I guess this is not going to work. And that's when I was also like doing a coaching thing. And I yeah. was certified in the energy leadership index assessment. And I'm like, oh, the energy and marketing. Why not start with that? I don't need any assets, only me. And that's how three years ago, I launched this business model where I coach small business owners into marketing, not only coach, I, we do everything for them. So it's a done for you services. But when during the coaching, I really talk about aligning the marketing with your own energy to create a thriving business on your own terms. I love that. So you went to, through doing it for them, right? To one-on-one coaching. How did you go from that to the agency you have today? Because you're not doing the one-on-ones anymore. Is that correct? I do a few because marketing strategy, I still do you it. You still do the strategy people, piece. Like, right. At the end of the day, I'm always bringing energy. Like people like, don't yep. understand. My work is really energy. It's never, yep. never anything else. So when I do strategy, so I am the one in the company who's doing this strategy still. Okay. Okay. The, I have a team. So again, this was organic. One of my clients came three years ago. She needed a website. So I, I started doing a lot of workshop and teaching for some reason, because I did have, you know, 20 some years of experience in marketing. So I was doing like tons of workshops and, and teaching. And somebody came and they said, you know, I, want, I need a website and I had no idea how to even do it. And I'm like, okay, let me figure this out. And that's how the agency was launched. <laughs> that is a great story. Oh my gosh. That is taking a leap again. I love that because you didn't see the fear. And I, I, no, I, I think that's an important piece when you're an entrepreneur or anything that you really want to accomplish in life, right? As soon as you see the fear, that's when you trip, fall, you, you manifest the fear of it, of it not happening. So, yeah, it's so funny. We just go. <laughs> watching um, um, a kid I grew up with who's about, I would say, five years older than me didn't really get out of high school. Like, I don't know if he actually ever graduated, barely. Multi, multi-millionaire today. And I, and, and I literally sat, it, it was in my 20s because he was already a, a millionaire when I was in my 20s. And I sat back and went, is it because he can't calculate the risk? <laughs> and that was like a defining moment is like, was my fault in myself is because I calculate risk in everything I do. And, it, and it's kind of true. So I, I, I love that story. So, so you launched this agency, you're making websites now. What came next? Like, are you still doing all the work or did you start hiring people? Before I go, by the way, your story resonated with me because if you look at my family members, they're MBAs, doctors, like everybody's well-educated. I'm the least educated person in my family. And if you talk to like my previous college professors and all, I was one of the kids who was like destined to fail completely in life, okay? And 
if, if they, when they look at me now, they, they cannot believe that it's the same yeah. person who was quiet and didn't know how to speak English, didn't know how to dress, barely managed to pass through exams, like barely. I'm talking about at the yes. like, cut off time. And so maybe you're right. We don't know how to calculate risk or we don't understand it. But you also probably had a lot of confidence in yourself and your own abilities. Not everyone had that confidence, but like I always say, it's always like, it was always the troublemakers. It's always like you watch them. And I think it's because they're bored with the structure of school. So they're out there trying to create something else. Exactly. It's, it's the creatives. Yep. Yeah. I don't think school, especially today, is your lifeline to anything. In, in fact, in entrepreneurship, I think it almost stops you. It does, yeah. Entrepreneurship yeah. is a great way to learn about life. Yeah. So, so how did I start? I, of course, I have no no idea how to do websites or anything. I'll be honest. So I, I told her like I don't know anything about websites, but I can find you the right resources, and that's how I started. I actually googled it. the web web companies in India and reached out to three. One worked, and that was it. Like I started to, you know, I started to help her. Like I kind of understood her vision and put it on a paper and I was able to, so she, this, this client of mine has been trying to get a website up for 10 years. Within a year, I had the best website. Wow. custom coded up from the team, which she hasn't been able to do in 10 years with mem- like different people. So I think I'm really good at taking this vision and finding the right resources. I think that is my biggest talent, how to Google and how to find resources. How to Google. <laughs> You're the best Googler ever. Okay. Yes. (laughs) All right. So fast forward. Now you have a pretty big team. What do you think is that one lever that like pushed you, your company forward? Like if you could name one thing that just other than not calculating fear. All right. But when you went from that one client to where you are today, what do you think that one lever was? What, what made that all happen? When I became an entrepreneur, I, mean, I was able to do really good because of the way I think about marketing, right? I did not have a business card or a website for the first six months of doing my workshops. Imagine doing all the workshops and teaching and having no website and, you know, because I wanted to do market research, understand it. Yeah. So I'm really like, I think what, what in the process I realized how much small businesses we make an impact and we are not fully supported. So really, that was a lever for me. I want to, my whole mission is to make marketing so easy and accessible to entrepreneurs that they can blink. This is the toughest area for them. And I, yesterday I was actually, today I was talking to team and I said, how can we lower our prices? People are always talking about upping our prices. I said, I want it to be so affordable that anybody can come and just feel relieved that there's somebody who will take care of it. And I think that is my lever. I want a small business community to thrive to the point they are just rocking it. I love that. That's so beautiful. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So um, you and I have had the conversation. I think it's great to bring up here what marketing is and what marketing is not. Because I feel like, and I've made the mistake um, of hiring marketing teams before I had my messaging down, which just got me to a boatload of debt um, and not in the direction I wanted to go. 
And I feel like a lot of people call themselves marketing experts, but maybe they're just posting on social media with no strategy or they're just making graphics or there's not that strategy, that know-how behind it. Can you talk a little bit to the importance of knowing the end game, like knowing the funnel, knowing what you're trying to get and, and then how market, marketing influences that? Yeah, yeah. Totally. So before you do the marketing, branding is necessary. Branding is your identity, right? So I always say is branding is truly understanding like, oh, I'm going to create a dating profile. <laughs> that's your profile. Wait, your branding you those two? <laughs> In business. That's what I know. We don't no, do I it. Totally get you it. find yes. people to do the, your dating profile. But this totally is, right? It. Your branding, your messaging, all of it is a dating profile. So You've created a dating profile. Now, how will you get this dating profile in front of the right people? That's marketing. Uh, That's where marketing comes in. So now I will go talk about, you know, it's a distribution of that. So I can write a piece of paper and I keep it close to my heart. Nobody knows who do I want to date. Beautiful. Yeah. I love that. That's the simplicity. Sales, I say, is actual marriage. So yeah. marketing is to attract all the suitors to you. So like, if you, I like these kind of guys, let me line up 200 guys for you. Like, so that's what, those are your customers, yep. like yep. 200 prospective customers. Now I wouldn't suggest in a local, in, in a real life, you know, that would be too many men to marry, but really you, you think about it. That's where the sales happen out of 200, 10 converts and actually buy something from you, right? So that is what really is the structure. So the marketing has only one job and one job is getting your brand, getting your messaging all in front of the right people. Yeah. And I think it's also important to point out that marketing is not your funnel. It's to get people to the beginning of your funnel. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Marketing is building a brand you know, Nike spends thousands of dollars. These are our values. This is what we stand for. Really, all of this is marketing, right? So yes. they can come, come. So it's really building a brand and staying on top of people's mind. When they are ready to buy, they only think of you. I love that. Oh my gosh, love that. Okay, so um, can you think of a moment or share a moment where you didn't have it all together? Or there is. I will have it together. This is the problem. People think I have it together. I actually <laughs> never have it together, right? I really get up every day. Like I have a plan, but right. it's always evolving. It's always changing. I started my, this company, right? Three years ago, I became a digital agency. By end of this year, we are going to launch an agency part, which is just for e-commerce business. I'm thinking a lot. It's really, I never have it together. You know what I have it? It's trust. I don't need to have it together. I love that. You just trust the process. Well, you are a, a true visionary. So when we talk about the difference between running your business and being the visionary in your business, you are a true visionary. You're seeing that next spot, that next thing where you're trying to go, and then you're bringing your team to get there. Exactly. And I like to challenge myself. I think we all do. Yeah. Everybody sort of business is hard work. Last year, I worked three days a week and we had 400% more increase. It says a lot about there's no way 
to there's only one way to do business which is my way i i really believe that yeah i love that all right so now i want to get into your spiritual side where you you sound when you talk that you're very soul lines right this makes you feel good i can hear how you just want to help everybody out there i know from knowing you that you are really looking to even help more people around the globe that might not have access to your services. Were you always spiritually aligned? I always say, did you, are, have you always been awake or did you awaken? I don't know, honestly, but I just know one thing I always had was trust. Hmm. I have been taking leap of faith, knowing, I, I have no idea what, spirituality is honestly to me spirituality is very simple living my truth that's all I care about like I don't think spirituality is doing meditation every day or sitting and talking about this big picture or how I'm going to save the world I really don't have any of those thoughts I'll be honest I just do my best every single day and I think that's what the spirituality is I think I've done that I, I wake up and I'm like how can I do my best today no matter where I am. So if that's what spirituality is, then yes, I have been that spiritual person. But now I think there's a different understanding. I think there's a lot more acceptance of other at this age. What I've realized is all the judgment has gone away, right? Everybody is on their journey. And I really truly believe that I am no one to define. If we can show them there, there's a different path and if it's meant for them to take it, they will. If not, then, then it's not meant like that judgment has gone away completely now that oh you're not doing what I'm saying even if I've told you what's right for you so <laughs> I, I totally get that <laughs> I used to get so frustrated when I told people like you need to do this to be successful and then they'd come back a year later two years later like over and over and over again they still hadn't done it and it used to upset me but now I'm like it's just not where they are and it has nothing to do with me or them. It's just where they are. And that's totally their business, not in a frustration way, but I totally get that. That's, that's a beautiful place to be, to just really just honoring them. Like I honor that this is where you are and I don't judge you for it. This is, I'm just, it's where you are in your journey, right? We were all in different places at certain times. I think it starts if we honor our journey 100%. I really believe you cannot honor anybody's journey if you're judging your own journey. So you really have to embrace your journey so much, so deeply and so like in it, all of it, good, bad, the ugly part of you even, you love that so much. And then you start to honor other journey in exact same way. I love that. That's so beautiful. Um. I forgot what my next question was. Totally forgot it. Just, just left. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. So uh, what is next for you? I don't know. I mean, for this year, I do want to launch an agency for right. the e-commerce business. That is one part. Mm-hmm. And another part is I'm thinking about some business idea with somebody. It's not yet baked out, but I'm hoping that that would launch also this end of this year for two business ventures. But if you really ask me, my only vision is really, I I just want my work to be impactful. So I'm a brown girl from India, you know, from a small town. And I have this opportunity to be here in this space. So I really 
value that I'm very grateful that I want to be able to show all the women, not just people who look like me, but especially who look like me, that anything is possible for them too. Like if I can do it, because my life is, has been created like literally in thoughts, nothing. So you, I have to mention this here in the podcast that how I've been connected to the energy. So I read, you know, and I, everybody knows, I read Archie comic books. Even though I didn't know English at all, I could read Archie's comic books. And then later on, I was reading Cowboy. So people who are listening, like all my life at 28, I married my cowboy from Texas, living in Dubai. There, there's no reason for me to marry an American from Texas. Absolutely nothing. There's no way I should have married somebody like that. Right? I didn't even and, know this part, okay. <laughs> Yeah, so he was in a, we literally met in a Yahoo chat room and he came and we got married. And how weird, like think about it, but I think it's just the way it should be. But from a guy from Texas, he was posted in Groton, Connecticut because he was in Navy when I married him. So I landed up in the land of Archie's. Wow. Just want to put it out there that how powerful our thoughts are. I was... Like the dreams I didn't even know were my dreams. God knows those dreams. And that's converting. So sometimes I like, that's what the trust is in me. I don't even know to my dreams. Like how amazing my life is. You don't even need to know your dreams. They will still come true. Oh my gosh. That is so beautiful. I didn't even know that side of you. So that is so beautiful. Oh my gosh. What a, that's a, a leap of faith too. So is that what brought you over to this country? Yeah, I mean, to marry your guy from Texas? No, two. So we chatted for eight months. He came two days after he proposed. A week after I said yes. And two months he went back. Two months after he came back to India, we got married and I flew. Like, that's it. And we have been married for 17 years now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Next time I'm with him, I'm just going to rub you because you're like a little genie. You <laughs> <I> mean that? <laughs> Leap of faith, right? Again. It's incredible. Incredible yes. story. Wow, that is terrific. Pretty, thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. If someone wants to get in touch with you, what is the best way? You can go to my website, Prati. At, no, no, this, I think I'm giving them my email. It's pratikaufman.com. We can put it in our chat or something. Yes. Or, or you can go to email, prati at pratikaufman.com. That's it. Okay. The, all your notes will also be in our show notes. So if someone wants to get in touch with you and they can't, you can always reach out to us, but um, your website and everything will be in the show notes. So I want to thank you for taking the time to speak with us today and tell us your story. It was pretty phenomenal and being a part of our podcast. Okay. Well, thank you everyone for joining us today. For more information about Soul Professional Movement, go to soulprofessional.com. This podcast is sponsored by the Natural Life Business Partnership, a global professional organization for the soul-aligned entrepreneur, business owner, and conscious leader. If you live in a higher vibration, have an alternative approach to business, and want to repair the world, come check us out at a new meet and greet, and you can go to soulprofessional.com to find a date and time that works for you. Right. That's it for for this episode. Thank you again for joining us.